Hey everybody, welcome to this Xbox Life episode 593 titled No Time for Love, Dr. Jones. Or did I not, did I not say that right? No time for no love, time Dr. For Jones. Love. Okay, that, that works too. Uh, this is a show about Xbox gaming, anything else we want to talk about. Apparently 80s movies is another thing that we might talk about every once in a while. Uh, my name is Rob, also known as Presar on Xbox Live. And there you just heard the sultry tone, tones of Dr. Jones's associate. <laughs> just call me short right? round. No. <laughs> um, uh, Mr. Mark. The, the wingman has landed. Hey, everybody. It's wingman709 <laughs> on Xbox Live. How's He's landed doing? at the Temple of Doom. Yeah. Yep. Right on the top. <laughs> yeah but uh real quick we are not affiliated with microsoft or the xbox in any way this is a show being done by fans for fans of the microsoft xbox the views and opinions expressed in the show do not necessarily reflect those of microsoft now that we got that out of the way <laughs> i bet everybody's wondering why are these guys talking about dr jones oh, i don't well, know <laughs> they'll just have to wait right yeah, they find will. out. Stay tuned. It's, that's our cliffhanger or whatever. So people dun, can be dun, on the edge dun. of their seat. <laughs> or they can just fast forward one of the two. <laughs> anyway, uh, you've been playing anything of late? Um, this week it's been Gems of War, a couple rounds of that, and then of course a whole lot of Fortnite. Um just um playing that and I was really excited. Uh, predator joined the game um yesterday um what was that wednesday the 20th mm -hmm. and uh it was it was cool because you 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 could earn the skin but you had to go you had to find predator and you had to actually defeat him to earn his uh skin in the game um and he he was cloaked um so i oh, don't wow. know if, i don't know if you played uh, what was it? Uh, Ghost Recon, not Breakpoint, the one before it, uh, Wildlands. <clears throat> they had a DLC um, in there, where, which was really, really cool because it sure felt like, but they had the same type of thing where you were to fight Predator. You had to track him down um, and he was cloaked and you had to fight him. And I mean, it took it took a good team to, to get him. And, uh, so it was, uh, my two younger kids and I were playing yesterday and we mm -hmm. knew where he was at. Um, uh, he's in the stealthy stronghold, I think is what it's called. Yes. I, I always get that name mixed up for some reason, but, uh, he's over there. It's where his ship has been crashed for a while. Oh yeah. But, mm -hmm. Um, and he, and he does cloak. So it, it, it can be hard to find him, especially if you're not familiar with the predator, uh, you know, character itself. Um, he will uncloak at times. I think, and I'm not sure exactly if it's a time thing or if it's just after he gets hit enough times, he decloaks um, for a little bit, but then, then he cloaks again and, and he runs and he's fast. So, and what makes it more of a challenge is because he came out yesterday, everybody was going there. Oh. So when you first get there, you're fighting just tons oh. of other squads. Hate um, that. And and he could be in the mix too. <laughs> so 
But um, my my kids and I, we went in our very first game. Uh, we're like, okay, we sat down. We're like, okay, we're going to get Predator, and we're going to – this is all we're going to do. We're going to just focus on getting him until we get him. And we actually wiped out everyone that was there. Uh, we were the only ones left, so we yeah. killed all the other teams, and we found Predator, and we took him out. So you and, were the Predator Predators. Yeah. Predator's scared of us. Um, and if you, if you, he does drop mythics. Um, so he does have the ability to, you can pick up his cloaking ability. And, okay. it, and I, I just saw the headline today. I didn't get a chance to read the story, but it looks like there's an issue. I probably shouldn't talk about it because I don't support doing it. But uh, it looks like people found a way to stay cloaked somehow. So I, I but knowing uh, Epic, they'll patch that pretty quick. Um, they're usually really good about fixing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I, I imagine it'll be taken care of pretty quick. But um, it's supposed to be a timed thing, and I guess there's a way around that. Um, but yeah, you can actually be cloaked, and it, it's pretty cool. It was really exciting to to play as him, and I love I, Predators. One of my all-time favorite characters. Um, I've got all the movies. I've got the Alien vs. Predator yeah. movies. You know, I can make the Predator sound. Um, I just, I, I just have always liked that character. <laughs> That's your calling card. <laughs> That's my calling card. So it was interesting. So we played, we played early in the evening yesterday, late afternoon, and we okay. got them. And my kids were like, really don't know anything about Predator, and they're like, can we see the movies, Dad? And I'm like, nah, they're rated R. I was looking it up. I was like, well, it's just for language and, you know, guns and violence, you know. It's your typical, what was the movie back in the 80s? It's your, your typical well, last action hero. No, it's, it's yeah. no, that's that's a family-friendly one. It's oh, your typical yeah, Schwarzenegger, rip, you know, Rambo-style yeah. Yeah. Uh, movie. And I was like, you know what? They've seen worse. And. You know, so I'm like, okay, let's watch. We ended up watching like the first two <laughs> Predator movies last night, back to oh, back. Wow. <laughs> and the kids are like, yeah, that's cool. And I was just like, but it was funny because I haven't seen those movies in such a long time. And watching like soon as the first Predator movie starts, I was just like, this is some horrible acting. Oh, like, yeah. Like the special effects and everything are just so awful. Yeah, and it's like yeah. nothing. You know, it's all back in like standard definition. And, yeah, you know, the, the the everything's grainy, and it's just like, wow, this used to be great. But then I'm like, even looking, I know this is Schwarzenegger and Carl Weathers and you know Jesse the Body Ventura. So two two governors were in this movie. <laughs> um, yeah, governor. Yeah, two of them, and yeah. uh, so but I was watching it, and I was just like. Oh, the dialogue is pretty bad. The acting is pretty bad. It's just, it's like, wow, we've come such a long way from back then. And I think, yeah, I think that was, might've been early in his career for Schwarzenegger, but just his response and interaction, like with Carl Weathers right at the beginning, like before they get into the jungle, it was so awkward. It just felt so awkward. Like once they were in the jungle, everything seemed to mesh a lot better, but it, there were still points where I was just like, oh, this is so cheesy, but I love the movie. And um, the second one, now I think a lot of people, I think the general census is that the, the first movie was the best. I actually liked the second one a lot better um, because I thought it was so cool that 
he the predator was in la you know and um oh yeah just, that's right. just and it was even more violent than the first one and at one point i had to like oh no 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 we had to skip forward on something <laughs> <laughs> it's like hey it wasn't even listed there was didn't list that in the in the details but the little common sense media that i check all the time on movies and what's included missed something <laughs> That's yeah. a big, big thing for me not to expose my kids to. So mm-hmm. I just zip through something fairly quickly. <laughs> you never see me scramble for a remote so fast. Um, <laughs> but uh, what we watched, yeah, I mean, that was pretty yeah, violent there's, movie. There's too many eyes for you to cover. <laughs> yes. So, uh, yeah, you have to reach for the remote. Yeah. So, but we had a good time. It was so cool to just like, man. I didn't expect us to sit and watch two movies last night, but ah, yeah. we had nothing else going on with COVID. Can't go anywhere. <laughs> was it so overall? Was it uh, kiddo approved? They, did they enjoy they liked it? it. They, cool. they did. They want to see the 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 next two. Um, oh, wow. I won't allow them to see the new one. Um, the last one that just came out, what, 20, 2019, I think? 2018, 2019? Well, that's it. Um, there was one that came out called called the D predator and I didn't even like it. The, the language was like, it made me cringe. So, uh, and it wasn't very good, but, but it was the language that, and I was like, Nope, you guys are not going to watch that. Cause I don't even want to watch it again. And I don't remember the third, what the third predator movie, uh, I'm going to have to review, you know, look up and see if I can get some more details on what's included on that one. Um, I just want to make sure there's no nudity and stuff like that in it. So not with mm-hmm. my kids, you know, violence and language. It's like, ah, you see that on regular TV. And so, but and all the uh, kiddos have TikTok and stuff now. So yeah, no kidding, <laughs> but I still don't want to I contribute it to it all. And I yeah. shouldn't let them yeah. watch rated art movies, but yeah, there's a, a, there's some things I'm okay with. So as they're getting older i mean they're not young. yeah at, at at some point you gotta you gotta decide that they're old enough to do their own thing because yeah isn't like one 34 years old another one's like 32 <laughs> another's like 31 <laughs> yeah right isn't that whole there they're not quite <laughs> that old but <laughs> eventually you gotta let them be adults come on i know i gotta let go right <laughs> yeah but we had a good time with it, so yeah, um, yeah. we'll see. But uh, that's very cool. So yeah, he's in he's in the game. Um, are, are you gonna be watching Terminator next week? <laughs> no, actually, kids? that's funny that you mentioned that, um, and I know why you mentioned it. But uh, we actually, the kids and I, actually went through and watched the Terminator movies. I think just a couple months ago. Oh wow! Um, okay. And they loved them. They're just like, this is so cool. But it was yeah. funny. Again, it's like the very first movie was made in, I think, what, 1980? Yeah, it was like the, mid to late 80s, wasn't it? I thought that for for Terminator? Yeah, because I remember. 84. We couldn't get into the theater when it came out. Or something like that because it was rated r yeah it's 1984 so yeah that was a while ago wow so yeah 
So you go back and you watch that and it's like, wow, that's corny. Like, you know, immediately, as soon as it started, you know, my kids are just like started laughing. Aha, look at that. That looks so silly. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, you know, that, you know, you're old when your kids are laughing at movies that came out in, in your childhood because they look so bad. And back yeah. then we were just like, this is so awesome, you know? Yeah. But even now I'm looking at them like, wow, that's, um, yeah, that's a little rough around the edges there. <laughs> No, I, I remember seeing something. I don't know if it was Rambo or it was like one of those like eighties action flicks. Yeah. And they had, you know, I don't know what you call it, like the set behind them. You know, that was obviously like built for the movie. And right. I remember looking at it, I'm like, that looks so horribly fake. But I remember watching the movie, you know, back approximately when it came out, or maybe it was shortly yeah. after on video. But I remember watching it and it's like no issue. It's like, you know, all these special effects are just amazing. Yeah. Amazing and everything. And now they're like trash. Well, when the kids saw the predator for the first time in its cloaked form, they were, they started laughing again and they're like, Ooh, really good special effects. And I was like, Hey, this was like, uh, like awesome at the time <laughs> like this was amazing yeah. that you could make something cloaked like that in the movies like yeah don't be trash talking it <laughs> that's right <laughs> so but like, they they did enjoy dissing it. my youths yeah so what's interesting is i've done several movies with my kids it's like you know i'll talk about something that i grew up was popular or something and, you know and i always get this like oh it was you know, if it's not, if it, if the movie wasn't made in the 2010s, they've really, they're like, oh, it's no good. You know, they have this yeah. weird mm-hmm. mentality that it's going to suck. And, yeah. and I'm like, nope, we're going to watch this for movie night. This is what we're doing. And I'll, so I got like back to the future. They absolutely okay. loved it. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, see, I told you, you know, we'll get, we'll get stuff like, uh, like Terminator. They absolutely loved it, you know? Sure. And it's like, yeah, it's corny to look at it now, but the movie was so great. So, yeah. Well, so now you need to watch uh, what Dirty Dancing with them. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> or, no, thank what, you. What's that other one uh, with uh, Patrick Swayze? Roadhouse? Or no? I remember. I vaguely remember that one being a good movie. Yeah, that was. <laughs> There's Point that break. other one where now he's no he like dies or something the, the ghost or whatever. Oh, the ghost. Um, yeah, yeah, ghost. That's what it's called. Yeah, yeah. Watch that with them. You know, like yeah, nah. Or, or any movie with that British actor, Hugh something. Hugh Grant. Maybe. Hugh. I don't know. Not Jackman. Yeah. <laughs> the, that Hugh guy that made all those uh, corny like romantic. Comedy. No, we don't want to watch that garbage. No, I yeah, want to watch, watch no, with, um, the next one. You will that the lose. Kids... <laughs> no, I was going to say, one... oh, go gonna say, yeah, you're, you're going to lose like a lot of cool points. All... Yeah. <laughs> You'll like be at zero. They were like, dad, we're never watching anything you choose ever again. Yeah. What were you going to say? Um, the next one I, I want them to watch is alien and aliens. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> but alien they're old enough now i don't I, yeah. I don't know my youngest is he might get scared um uh, from alien i don't my oldest two definitely won't but uh dude i'm getting um, scared just thinking about it <laughs> but that movie was so 
with with it was the so good. motion thing or whatever it was. Beep, that motion detector. Beep. Yeah. Beep, beep. Yeah. But the original is just like, oh my gosh, talk about yeah. suspense and everything. And oh, know. the first one, Alien. Yeah, the first and yeah. and then Aliens, the second. I one. loved Aliens. Yes, plural. I loved both. And they're mm-hmm. very different movies. You know, the one is the first movie is just one alien. Cause yeah. You, and you don't really know what's going on. Yeah. And it's just like, it's this drawn out slow, like build the excitement, you know, just scary, like super scary where the second one is an action movie. They're everywhere, you know? So, oh yeah, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah. So those are two that I kind of want to, you know, and then I think most of those movies got really garbagey after that, but um yeah. it's like those first two are classics it's like ah gotta watch these right i'm a bad parent <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then go to steven seagal movies van damme movies oh no oh yeah blood sport <laughs> man i still don't you want to talk about corny what is yeah. it uh blood sport and kickboxer yeah <clears throat> those are two oh, yeah. classics of his but they're so corny but mm-hmm. they're awesome so yeah. they were yeah we'll yeah. see I, i'd be curious to see if uh if it's like a nostalgia thing see what it's i like, it's like playing uh river raid or pitfall <laughs> like 30 years later you're like this is garbage <laughs> not not if you can do the not if you can continue the series correctly like karate kid did with cobra kai yeah oh i no, think I, that's, that. dude you gotta watch it have you watched any of it I saw the first two episodes. I should how, just, uh, how could you stop? I was hooked after the very first one. <laughs> well, so I, I do have to say that I, I did see like the karate kid movies, but I, I really wasn't into them that much. So I, I, I wasn't either, but yeah. I mean, I liked the first, I liked the first one. Yeah. The second one was, yeah, I was okay. And I don't, yeah. I don't really remember much more after that, but this Cobra Kai is awesome, dude. Yeah. It, it's really good. <laughs> yeah. Cause when I saw the first two episodes, it was actually at, uh, our buddy Jay's house. Oh, okay. So you need to just find but, some time to sit down and get into it. I, you know, yeah. And well, the other thing is when I do have time to watch TV, I'm like watching expanse or, yeah. you know, some other stuff. So I've got such a huge backlog of shows that True. I'm like continuing stuff instead of just starting another one. But I mean, I definitely want to watch it. Cause, uh, I, expanse is not, uh, it's not doing it for me this season. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a little, but anyways, we've got a little way off track and it's all your fault. Um, <laughs> hey, at least it wasn't all Indiana Jones, <laughs> but, uh, that it went that to everything be... else, but yeah, so that's what I played this week. Fortnite gems of war. Um, oh, I do want to get some time in with the little acre. Um, I'm going to throw that out again as a reminder. Um, so I think what Rob, you and I are going to have to finish that up. Um, well, next week is our last week in this month, but we could do it on the we could do it in two weeks on February fourth. Uh, that'll be the fourth of February. Then we could discuss the game and announce the next month's game. 
That's fine. So, so we got like two weeks to get get a little bit further into Little Acres. So, mm-hmm. but it's tough because, oh yeah. So with Fortnite, I don't think we mentioned it. You keep alluding to it. We got into the whole Terminator thing. So Predator came out yesterday on the twentieth. Yep. And then out of the blue today on the twenty first. Sarah Connor and the T-800 um, are available in the store. <laughs> so it's like, what? How did the, how did they get, you know, like the Predator just came out and they just, boom, dropped Terminator into the game too. I was like, oh, I have to go get that one. But that one's of a purchase. That, the Predator's one you earn for free. If, nice. if you have the battle pass, I think you have to have the battle pass to get that. But uh, it doesn't cost where the Terminator one you can you can buy that one so but it looks cool <laughs> mm-hmm. but that's it for me yeah. all right uh i got a little bit of gaming in amongst all the other stuff i've been doing around the house and everything um i did get a tiny bit of Fortnite in just uh like last night it was it was like one of the first times i played uh i think in the last week because I, I don't think we played, I, yeah, I don't think we played within the last week. We played last week sometime, didn't we? Mm, yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember. It's yeah. it's all a blur. But uh, yeah, so played that. I was, I think I told you I was getting a little worried about the season because I really haven't been playing a whole lot the past two weeks. And then I'm like, yeah, level you're sub one hundred level. Come on, yeah. So I'm level sixty five. And I was like, man, you know, I, I want to at least finish the season. And it's got like two months to go still. So there's no way that this can be a 10 week season. They got to be going into overtime or something. Yeah. I would think. But uh, it was a pleasant surprise to know that, you know, they're going to come out uh, with something in two, in two months. It's not going to be much sooner. But then again, they maybe have a whole bunch of other skins available, so they want to fleece everybody. <laughs> they want it's to okay make sure as long as they keep it good, like they're doing. Yeah, it's it's like that big bully that grabs the person, holds them by the ankles, and then shakes them. Because <laughs> <laughs> so all the coins fall out, all the money falls out of their pockets. That's like everybody buying all these skins, because you know, in the past, the skins were all kind of made up, right? Yeah. Well, the majority of them. You know, like uh, Bright Bomber and the Jonesies. You know, they're part of the Fortnite IP. And then this is the big season where they're getting, like, some big names, right? The Predator, the Mandalorian, Daryl and Michonne from Walking Dead. There there was another one, too, wasn't there? No, that was some kind of YouTuber, some, some streamer that they did. So... You know, there's still two months where, let, let's say, every every two weeks, just so you know, we don't get too greedy. Every two weeks for the next two months, so it's four weeks where they nail you for twenty five bucks. Wouldn't that be amazing? Mm-hmm. You're gonna you're gonna drop up a hundred bucks on Fortnite in the next two months that's my prediction you going with that no no comment oh okay 
<laughs> so we'll see. we'll see. We'll see what happens. I, I bet they're going to have some more good stuff, though. How about a Chuck Norris? Ooh. Like an Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> I, I, dude. Then well, maybe I can, a Chuck I can see Rambo. I mean, yeah. Rambo's, a, you know, I think Chuck Norris would be tougher because it's not going to look like, you know, like Rambo is, you know, as soon as you hear Rambo, you think of the dark curly hair with the, with the red bandana and like, mm-hmm. you know, bare chest with the, the can't, you know, the gun belt slung across his shoulder and him with an M60 in his hand, you know, like that, that works. I can see that in there. Um, you know, having like a, a Chuck Norris, it's like, for this type of game, it's not going to be like, even the Sarah Connor didn't look like Sarah Connor, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's like the T 800s. The reason I got it, you know, I want to run around as him, not the Sarah Connor looks just like anything else, like running around in the game. You, if like, you're not going to know that Sarah Connor, unless you bought this skin. Right. And that's what mm-hmm. I think like Chuck Norris would be like, no one would know the difference of what it really is, but obviously Rambo is going to stand out. Mm-hmm. So you need something like that. Like Daryl and Michonne, you know, yeah. um, they're going to stand out. Well, again, for people who watch the show, but like Daryl looks like the real actor. I was surprised how well he looks like him. Um, no, Daryl looks like that dude from the Death Stranding game. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> the resemblance wow. is uncanny. It is. <laughs> so that's awesome. But anyway. All right, so a little bit of Fortnite. Um, I played a bunch of uh, Call of Duty Mobile. Mm, let's see what else. Oh, um, I played uh, Little Acre. Okay. Or is it Little Acres? Oh, I think it's just singular, right? Little the Acre. Little Acre. Yeah. The Little Acre. And I actually finished it. Oh. It was not very long. Um, okay. Well, then I guess I better get on it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So it wasn't very long um it pops up <laughs> an interesting achievement at the end uh I, I don't think it's a spoiler or anything like that so it gives you i don't know it's like a 90 point achievement and you get the achievement if you don't ask ask for any hints in the game oh yeah and I, and I got close there was one time like right in the beginning i could not figure out what to do i was actually getting kind of annoyed uh-huh. and then um what the heck was it it was i think it was what because how how long did you play it you played at least an hour oh yeah i Half i hour. got to the point where you went to the other place yes okay and and now yes. i think i'm playing as the little girl yeah so it was in the beginning when the little girl um got out of bed and she was making breakfast or whatever oh yeah oh that was really irritating me <laughs> i was like trying to use everything with everything and then i realized there was one combination that i didn't use <laughs> yeah and there it was but anyway so you get a 90 point achievement um i forgot what the name was but like the little description thing is like um let's say it said uh, something along the lines of you didn't ask for any hints, so you must have used the walkthrough. <laughs> something like <that>. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> but compared to uh, Call of the Sea, 
which is kind of similarish, right? You got a character that's going around and solving, I'll say, puzzles uh, to do things or trying to figure out how to do things. Call of the Sea, I found difficult, annoyingly difficult. Well, not really difficult, more frustrating, annoyingly frustrating. Okay, I'll stick with that one. I thought that the majority of the puzzles in this game were actually not that bad. So they were, they were more my speed. But anyway, so I, I finished that. And then last show, we had that voicemail from Catflap1970, and he was yep. talking about Deliver Us the Moon. So I got curious about the game, and I played it and actually finished it. Whoa. So Whoa. I Wait a two minute. games. Wait a minute. Hold the phone. There's no way. I, I, I'm now I'm not. I'm, <laughs> I, it was a stretch to believe you finished a game. But two like, games. That never happens. Week. But two? Come on. Yeah. You had so, to use walkers so that, or something. So that no, that tells you that they weren't like super difficult. <laughs> but wow. uh yeah, Deliver Us the Moon was interesting. Um I don't think we talked about it too much last week. I mean, well, so it's yeah. it's it's like a solo um it's like a solo game where it's post apocalyptic. Um, you go on a rocket to the moon to figure out what happened to this base that was supplying energy to the earth. And um, so you kind of like uncover the mystery that happened there and, you know, solve a bunch of puzzles along the way. It, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I, I, I like the story. I like the atmosphere of the game. It was fairly well done. And the thing that really piqued my curiosity was that Catflat was unsure of the ending. Yeah. Like what he thought about it. And um, I, I don't want to say too much uh, about it, but um, I didn't quite expect that ending to go the way that it did. I guess I'm, I'm telling this to Catflap or anybody that, that played it. It's like I definitely didn't expect the ending to go that way. Um, I was expecting something like similar-ish, but not quite like that. And, you know, I'm, I'm not a big fan of those kind of endings. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just, I'll just leave it at that. And, uh, but, uh, it was an interesting enough game that, uh, I definitely would, you know, recommend it if you like those, you know, like puzzle style games, you know, where you need to figure out how to, you, know, you need to solve something to like get into the next area and there's a little bit of action i mean it's definitely first person um it's very well done very good ambience interesting story um i don't know it's it's in game pass it's free to play if you have game pass so it's it's, it's worth a shot um i think that's about it yeah you got me wondering should i try this it's in game pass so maybe i'll give it a shot yeah. And give it, see if, uh, not out anything. We should try it. Yeah. It's may so little acre is maybe three hours, maybe. Yeah. I really don't remember how long it took, but I, I remember it wasn't very long. I was actually kind of surprised that it was over. And I don't know if I should spoiler it. 
no, we're gonna we gotta wait because yeah, I okay, so yeah, I'm we gotta not gonna wait say anything weeks. about it, right? Yeah. <laughs> so all right, I'll, I'll get it. I'll, I'll get it done this week. I'll take. I'll table that uh, that comment that I was gonna make, and I'll just okay. sneak out that it was a zinger. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, deliver us the moon. It was. It was decent. It was decent. So if you try that one, that one is longer. It's maybe two, three times longer than okay. the uh, Acre game. But anyway, so that's about it for me, I think. Cool. We'll go with that. All right, a uh, quick little announcement. Uh, as per usual, uh, a great way to support the show is if you consume the podcast on one of those services, iTunes, whatever, Stitcher, Spotify, all that good stuff. Um, give us a rating on there of five stars. Uh, we would really appreciate it. Helps boost us in the rankings. Helps more people find out about the show. You know, more of an audience. So, um, you know, help us grow the community by doing that. It'll just take you a couple seconds to do. And uh, we also have a Facebook group. If you're not a member of the Facebook group, just request access. Answer the two simple questions, and we'll let you in. It's that easy. And uh, we do have the ability to record voicemails on our website, thisxboxlife.com. If you go there, hit the little voicemail widget. Do a recording up to 90 seconds in length. If you need to talk longer, leave multiples. Uh, we get those submitted over to us, and we'll play it on the show. So whatever you want to talk about, if you want to ask questions, make comments, if you you know, play Deliver Us the Moon or, or uh, you know, maybe we should ask people to uh, give us, you know, comments on voicemails. So like, you know, Little Acre, the folks that played it with us. Yeah, that would be know, nice. If they, uh, they leave us a quick voicemail. It doesn't have to be very elaborate, you know, just in the voicemail, you know, let us know who you are and what you thought of the game. Um, you liked it, didn't like it, what you did like, didn't like good stuff and uh and we'll play it on the show it'd be nice to hear folks's opinions of it um you know especially outside of the facebook group you know a lot of people write stuff over there but you know it'd be nice to share with listeners on the podcast and uh alternatively if you don't want to use the voicemail widget uh just do a little recording i don't know on your cell phone with a voice recorder every phone's got it and just email it over to us at contact at this xboxlife.com. And that is all for the business section. <laughs> I would say that that pays the bills, but it doesn't pay the bills. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so, um, yeah, we got a couple things here to talk about this week. Uh, you want to start off the first one? Yeah. With the, um, you know, the we've heard about the Zenimax Bethesda acquisition that microsoft's you know doing and uh i've thought about this there's the biggest question around this has been will the games be exclusive you know bethesda zenimax uh library is huge and they've got a lot of new stuff coming out and that's one of the questions is and i know there's like um oh what is it called that um that one where like you're being hunted by a assassin i just oh, saw death loop the new one death loop yeah like death loop is done by i think bethesda but 
mm-hmm. it's someone in this Arcane. group. But, okay, so that's that's coming out to PS5 first. There is an exclusive to that. We know it's coming to Xbox later, but the games that that aren't out or that are kind of far off, its question is, you know, are they going to be exclusives? And along that, so I got a couple couple questions that I wanted us to kind of talk about, see what we think. One is, will the games all be exclusive to Xbox? Number two, should they be exclusive to Xbox? And like three is if they are, will that hurt gamers overall um, by having, you know, some major franchises being gobbled up and only a, only playable on one platform, right. um, so to speak. So, um, and, and just to kind of give an idea of what we're kind of talking about, what, what we're looking forward to coming out from this group, we've got the new, we know Indiana Jones game is coming um oh yeah that's right you know and and that's that's if you do and we don't know yet what it's gonna be i'm hoping it's a uh tomb raider style of game as indiana jones you know taken from kind of that same feel of the game and that kind of perspective sure uh, i think that would be a really fun uh game if they if they did it that type of justice as a tomb raider um we're looking at fallout 5 Elder Scrolls 6, Wolfenstein 3, um, Outer Worlds 2 uh, is being worked on, which I heard, I just heard that today and I was like, oh man, I got to jump back into Outer Worlds um, and, and play that. Um, there's po- uh, possibly a Fallout New Vegas 2. Um, and then I'll, I'll, also the big one from Todd Howard is Starfield. Oh um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know, and there's a bunch of other stuff that we probably don't even know of, or, you know, that this is, this is a a lot of developers in this acquisition. So, so just with those types of games, um, on the horizon now, Microsoft paid, I believe it, or they're going to be paying like $7 billion to purchase this group. That's, that's a lot of, ducks <laughs> oh, a yeah. lot of benjamins <laughs> and there was a discussion with phil and um major nelson on uh on the major nelson show podcast thing where they did this right around the end of the year last year i think i don't i don't think it was this year i don't think it was 21 yet no but, you're right uh, it was at the end of the year yeah yeah they were they were talking about that and uh, now I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, I got I got all wrapped up in the date. I forgot what he was saying. Wah, wah, wah. Oh, you, you, you keep going <laughs> while I collect myself. Okay. So, oh, wait, know, what was your question? What was your question? Maybe well, that'll make me remember. Will the games all be exclusive to Xbox with the $7 billion price tag? Oh, I remember now. Yeah, so... <laughs> Uh, the one thing that we just need to remember now is that the acquisition's not complete. I really don't remember what they said when it's going to happen. I thought it's going to complete sometime this year. Right. So the acquisition is um, in process, right? So it's happening. It's not complete. I don't know how much control you know, Microsoft or how much influence they have. 
Well, so there's a lot of thought on this. You know, there's been a mm-hmm. lot of discussion around the gaming community. Oh, yeah. And, you know, so there's the thought that you don't pay $7 billion and not make these exclusive. Okay. You know, you want, you're buying this portfolio because it, it, it could give you a ton of exclusives that will sell consoles and bring people to your system. You know, um, sure. one of the things I left out, I, I meant to go back to was um, there's also now it looks like they are working with Lucasfilm. So not only Indiana Jones, but there's potentially a new Star Wars game that they're going to be working on as well. Um, and we know that EA doesn't have the license. You know, they're they're still on a 10-year thing that expires in two years. So they're on like year eight, right? Oh, wow. Okay. So their, their exclusivity ends in two years. And Ubisoft's already announced uh, that they've got a Star Wars game coming out. So likely that Star Wars game is going to come out as soon as that exclusivity deal is over. So they're already building it, you know, because it takes a couple of years to build these games. So, it would, you know, oh, yeah. it seems feasible that Bethesda and Zenimax would also be in discussions and begin working on one to come out in, you know, two to three years. Uh, mm-hmm. So that again, that's a huge game. It's a huge fr- or, you know, potential huge game, a big franchise for sure. Um, so that's a lot of money to say we're going to put, put so there again there's multiple ways to look at this we want to spend all this money and then let other systems have it are are we kind of squandering that much money or are we going to but on the flip side you could say why would you spend 7 billion and limit your income to only Xbox sure. because if you let PlayStation and Switch and um uh, Stadia and Luna all be able to to use them as well. That's still money Microsoft will make off of their franchises. But with them gobbling up studios and us getting a lot of exclusive content and games coming out, we talked about this, what, last week, right? That was a mm-hmm. huge list of stuff supposed to come out 2021 that's exclusive to Xbox only. And a lot of that wasn't as we went through that list, there wasn't really a lot of big name stuff. It was more like smaller. It felt indie-ish style. So yeah, it, was it like, wasn't eh, like big releases. Yeah. Where this acquisition is huge. If these all became exclusive, like bam, like, wow, that's a massive answer to, you know, uh, to Sony. Like, what do you got? <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, so I, I, I mean, we don't know what they're going to do or what they want to do, because at the end of the day, it's, you know, no matter how we want to look at it, us as gamers, you know, some of us would be like, no, it should be available for everyone to play, but that's also not the reality of the situation. Some of us, we like, no Xbox only, you know, what, you know, screw Sony. Let's, you know, we want the exclusives. We want these finally. But again, that not how the guys at Microsoft necessarily look at. They look at the bottom line. They look at what's going to make them money, what's going to make their investors money. Right. Mm-hmm. That's all that matters. They don't care about the gamer wars and stuff. And we've heard Phil Spencer talk about, you know, in the past of not wanting to exclude gamers, that he wants you to play on the platform you want. So 
kind of likes makes me think that they're gonna probably just this and won't these won't be exclusive but at the same time it's like you're gonna spend that kind of money get these kind of titles you want you know microsoft wants to build game pass you know they want to expand that footprint and get more people in their ecosystem having these games be exclusive is an amazing way to do it Mm -hmm. and and the interesting thing is is the way they're going with cloud and potentials to you know i still foresee and we haven't heard a lot about it like what happened to x cloud where's the where's this game streaming i you know supposedly we can do it on um uh android devices right now but like it seems like it's gone dark like that was big news and now once the console came out it's like we can't do this in fact the other day so i used to be able to stream my xbox one to the xbox app on my computer right and i could play like so i could play like gems of war right on my console but i'm looking at i'm sitting here at my desk right you know because my monitors block the view of the tv so yeah it's like using citrix or yeah you know I'm just Team streaming it. Something. Yeah, I'm just yep. streaming it to my PC. Well, have you tried to do that on the Series X? Because I can't figure out how to do it. Um, so when Wasn't I was in something there, that it was going to be in the works and it's coming later. But the interesting thing is the app, the the app on my computer saw the box, and if I was like, it would say I was at the home screen, or if I went into a different app, it would change. Like it knew what my console was doing. But when I hit the stream button, it would say there's no streaming turned on. You got to go into these settings, but those settings don't exist. Hmm, So it was like, I know my Xbox One worked and it probably still does. So I just wonder, can I no longer stream directly over my network? Um, So again, and that made me think, well, maybe it's because of xCloud. They want you to use that. Maybe they're going to, who knows? But if xCloud becomes what, I envision it that in the way I understand it's going to be that we can, that, you know, Indiana Jones, when it comes out three, four years or whatever it's going to be, you could still go exclusive to Xbox, but that means that anybody that's a, a PlayStation gamer or anything else, they, if, if there's an Xbox game pass app on Sony's platform, uh-huh. Right, like they were trying to do with the Apple, and which does exist in the Android marketplace, right? Yeah. You can get the Xbox Game Pass, and boom, there you go. You can play the games. You pay, you pay a monthly, monthly fee or whatever, and um, it, it's like Netflix, right? You just it's wherever you want. You can play on your phone. You can play on your consoles. If that is able sure. to happen, then you can still play these games on other consoles. Again, there's other things involved that Sony may not allow that because it's competition right yeah, yeah um but you could still play these games on a pc or on your android device you know or your iphone because they're supposedly working on a fix for the iphone that this is still going to come it's just going to happen a different way you know it, it won't yeah. be in an app it's going to be in the browser or something so um so then it's like you still have the exclusive it's still the xbox family it's on the, the our console. It's on PC, which is still Microsoft, so it's still exclusive. It won't be on the other consoles, but it's available via cloud, so others can play it on devices that support it. I, I you know, I don't know. Yeah. 
You think that's yeah. a, oh. I mean, what do you think that they might be going or what they might be doing here? So, cause I was thinking about the whole thing. And then I remember watching Phil's interview and it kind of made me change my mind a little bit. Cause at first it's sort of like, I mean, it's great on my part. Cause I, I, I love a lot of the Bethesda games. They're my favorites. And, you know, I'm like, yeah, make them exclusive, you know, but, you know, games definitely benefit if they're played by a, a wider audience, but, you know, I don't see Sony making Miles Morales for Xbox anytime soon. Right. Or, you know, or Uncharted or God of War. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah, or, so we're not, not going to have Mario Maker or whatever 3D something. Yep. On Xbox either. Right. Because that's Switch land. So, you know, the industry standard definitely is you know, to have your certain exclusives because you want to be the only place that has that so that you sell more consoles. And at the same time, you know, you grow your ecosystem because the people that buy the consoles now are going to be buying games. That's where the real money's at. So, you know, at, at first thought, you know, I'm like, you know, definitely make them exclusive, but then you know, like you were saying, you got to look at it from the business standpoint, what makes sense. And I sort of do agree, you know, like where, you know, Microsoft spent, you know, billions or is spending or going to spend billions to acquire this company. Um, they have to make it worth it, right? Where they're going right. to make something back. Um, whether it's from the money that the studios, you know, end up with, with their products, you know, that's one way to do it. Um, or alternatively, you can start making those titles um, exclusives. So then now the people that are huge Fallout fans, right? As, as an example, they might buy you know, a, a series X or something so that they can play it if they can't get it on another system now. Well, well, or, or PC at the, yeah. On the flip side though, do you think that that might piss people off? So people get mad over everything anyways. It doesn't really yeah. matter. You know? Yeah. Let's grow up I, people. <laughs> it's yeah. you want to play the game. It's on the Xbox. You got to get an Xbox or if it's available sure. on PC, play it on the PC. You know, you, oh, yeah. uh, we don't, yeah, we don't have uncharted God of war miles Morales. You know, we don't, there's a lot of things that Xbox gamers don't have it. We, you know, yeah. and it's like, I'm not trying to, you know, in a perfect world, we could all play any game on the system of our choice. Mm -hmm. which I believe is what Microsoft is trying to get to with, yeah. you know, the cloud. Um, yep. And in also, I think the nice about that is if you can get the cloud working and streaming and, and, and kind of the kinks worked out, then you don't have to develop for the Xbox one anymore. You can now develop for the series because on an Xbox one, you could, that game, you could still get the new halo but it becomes a streamed game instead of a local game. Sure. Which means no more installs, right? Mm -hmm. 
Uh, you don't have to worry about drive space. You don't have to, and you got to have good internet and, you know, it's still a little flaky at times uh, for various people. And some people, you know, obviously don't have, you know, those people, those guys in submarines, you know, their, their internet's yeah. terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what the 360 is for, right? Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> so no, that's what the, there's no, there's no the, perfect uh, checkers board is for. Yeah. There's no, um, perfect solution here um and it's i know microsoft knows exactly what they're going to do they don't go into seven billion dollar deal without having a very clear roadmap oh you know? i think zune <laughs> groove mixer i'm, um, I'm kidding i'm kidding I, yeah i, just, I don't neither none of those cost seven billion dollars yeah, yeah. you know and they were responding to apple you know everybody was trying to you know Sure. iPod, right? The iPod was such a huge hit. So iTunes. So those were direct. Oh, we got to try to copy that. And you just, you know, some things Cortana. can, you know, um, yeah. I, I give Android, you got to give Android a lot of credit because before Android, the iPhone was it, you know, that was the only smartphone. Really? There were mm-hmm. others like attempted to create something like that, but you know, I remember when I got my first iPhone, I, 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 I'm not buying Apple, but I want something that does like that. And I tried other phones. Um, mm-hmm. I looked at them and tried, and like, these are garbage, you know? Yeah. And I've been an iPhone user ever since. And, um, so again, Android came after the fact mm-hmm. and for them to be able to come in and basically, I mean, it's, I don't know what the market share is for both, but it's gotta, they gotta be about 50, 50 at this point. Uh uh-uh. are they does android have a higher than iphone now um i think it was in 2019 i don't know if the numbers for 2020 are out but in 2019 android was around 85 percent holy moly i mean apple that, which seems like a big deal is uh they are for rich people i guess is a good way to put it uh in the united states and everything yeah they have like 14 percent. i don't know if it's actually 15 percent, but yeah it's uh it's a small piece wow let's see so and that's global okay so as of um okay hold on as of may okay so i'm looking at us okay so this is just in the u.s so we've got a I got to clarify that what I'm looking at is, mm-hmm. um, so yes, yeah, as of May, 2020, Blackberry had 0.1%. <laughs> Microsoft was surprisingly at, high. <laughs> yeah. Microsoft at 0.5%. What do they um, have? Microsoft. Yeah. They're, they I, phone? they used to, yeah, I used to have one. Yeah, me too. But that was like, a billion well, yeah, years but there's ago. still people probably holding on to them. This was yeah. almost a year ago, Rob. Yeah, and so, so they have their Windows. They have their Windows Phone six in one pocket and their Palm Pilot in the other. Exactly. Um, and again, so then May, uh, in May, and Apple iOS was at fifty two point four percent, and Android was forty seven percent. U.S. only, though. Yeah. Okay, so again, like you said, the worldwide, it's very different numbers um so yeah like i said it's for rich people 
but rich yeah, Americans. even even in the U.S., okay, yeah. to <laughs> to go from so Apple was basically a hundred percent. Well, you had BlackBerry. Blackberries were were huge. Oh um, yeah, like <clears throat> enterprise kings. But I can look back at January twenty twelve. Um, BlackBerry was only at fifteen percent. Um, oh, this is interesting. So Apple iOS was at 29% and Android was at 48% back in 2012. And then I, I think a lot of what happened is a lot of the companies that had BlackBerry, they transitioned to iOS because of the, uh, you know, control that you had over the systems. Yeah. And then, so Android from that point, they were at the top back in January of 2012 they stayed there until Mar let's see, April, March of 2020. Android is at 49 and Apple's I uh, 47. And then it goes to May, where Apple was at 52 and Android was 47. So looks like April of 2020 is when Apple overtook them. But I, I, this chart doesn't go back far enough, but it's like, you know, when iOS came out, I mean, that was it. You know, there really wasn't anything else. So Android sure. had to come up and to overtake them, which is kind of what the Zune thing was. And, you know, Microsoft was trying to compete with iTunes and, and, the, and the iPod and all that type of stuff. And, you know, mm -hmm. their Zune was a great item and even the OS on it was not bad. Um, it's, it's just it's like you don't they don't buy in. They kind of go in it halfway and they don't fully commit, which yeah. always annoys me about Microsoft. And then um, they stop at the 95%. Yeah. Their mm. phones are great. You needed to improve the OS and get some apps on it. The, the band was a good device, but they scrapped it. Yeah. The Zune was a, and the band is not great. It wasn't great, but at the it time it was a good time, device. Yeah. yeah. Um, and if they would have continued to fully get behind it, it could be great. Now that's why I think like surface has done so well. Surface is outstanding devices. Um, in my opinion, um, and you know, but they're putting money behind it. Even when they were losing, they continue to support it and they believe in that. And it's like, that's what you need to do. You've got to stick it out. Um, and not just abandon stuff because now it's now at this point, it's going to be harder for people to be like, well, uh, are you really going to keep supporting this new line? Uh, you know, you've, you've abandoned the band, you've abandoned Zune, you abandoned, uh, the, the software products you, you know, they've abandoned so many things, you know, uh, even the phones, it's just like, why, why go with you? Cause you're not going to be around for the long haul. Yeah. So kudos to Android and Google again, for really being able to achieve something that I don't believe anyone else has been able to do. So, yeah. Oh well, yeah. You know, I mean, Apple's a force. At least in the sure. U.S., <laughs> maybe, no, they, maybe not out elsewhere. No, you know, there's something to be said about brand loyalty, where, you know, I, I guess I look, I look at it from the outside. So, so maybe I've got a different perception than uh, like you might because you know you've got some of the products and such but uh yeah I, i've never bought anything apple so i have like zero apple products and 
you know, I, I look at the Eden and the people like, uh, you know, I had some family years ago where, you know, I heard, oh, you've got to get the iPhone. It's the best. And it's like, well, why? Why, you know, what, what's so special about it? You know, why do you think that? Because it is. Well, what does that mean? And it's like the perception, you know, that I, I feel that, you know, there's a lot of folks, you know, they just know it's like, that's their brand. That's what they like. They don't necessarily might fully know the technical specs of it or why, you know, it might make the phone better than another phone, but they just know that that's, that's the best. They need to tell everybody about it. They need to convince them to get it. And, you know, when a new product comes out, then, you know, you got, you got to go full on because there's a lot of folks and, you know, I'm sure you know them where, you know, they have the iPhones, the Apple watches, they have the Macs, I have the phone and the right? watch, but I, I draw uh, the line Mac there. Books. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, there, there's folks that will buy everything and, you know, they have the AirPods and uh, Apple's. My, my kids, my kids, two of my kids have AirPods as well as they all have the phones, the watches, all of them have phones and watches and two of them have AirPods. And I know the third one wants them too, probably. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I will, the max, my daughter was bugging me the other day. Well, you should get a Mac dad. And I was like, Nope, Nope, don't want it. But in reality, they're good products. It's just for what I do. I would struggle on in the, in the Mac OS environment to do what I want to do. And we've, we've experienced that with Brun before when we were recording the show sure. and he was on a Mac and he would, Roboto. you know, yeah. You know, Mr. Roboto every so often in the show where, uh, you, and what do you have to do? And he had to unplug his mic and plug it back in, I think, or he had to do something to try to reset it all the time. It's like yeah. you and I don't have those problems, you know? Yep. Um, and I believe that was in Skype at the time you know, which was supported on the Mac, but it was still having problems, you know? And I was sure. like the same with the windows phone. It was a good phone. I liked the phone, but the software and the fact that there's just no apps for it leaves a lot yeah. of desired. Cause but, that's um, what makes or breaks a device nowadays. Oh yeah. Is the app and, store. It's, you know, in part, it's the camera, the battery life and the screen, but you know, being able to play clash Royale or gems of war on it. I mean, that's a big deal, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, it, what's yeah. interesting here, we'll get off of this quick. I'm sorry. We've yeah. sidetracked again, but I, I find this interesting because this is stuff I've never, you know, I haven't looked into, but um, I'm looking at this as of July, 2020 mobile operating system market share in selected countries. Japan is number one for iOS and they're over, they had over 60%. <clears throat> excuse me, over 60% market share. The U S was just under 60%, uh, with the rest okay. being Android. Uh, and that's it. Those are the only two countries where iOS has the lead. Uh, when you get to the UK, you're looking at under 50% for iOS, Germany, you're less than 30%. China's at 20% iOS. Brazil is, this chart it's probably about 15 percent nigeria is down to well, probably less than 10 and india's got like maybe maybe five percent <laughs> ios mm -hmm. and the rest is android it's just like yeah you know um 
it's it's like astonishing to see you know android basically is the king like you said around the world so and the perception in the u.s is that you know iphone is everywhere (laughs) yeah i mean i was shocked that's why i was like yeah 50 50 and you're like no it's like 80 percent. i was like what like (laughs) it's marketing baby dude hey you know i know it's legal out here but i don't know is it legal in what in in illinois uh you put that down (laughs) yeah (laughs) so interesting that's uh very interesting yeah i I just want to mention something uh that i thought was fascinating as to what's coming from our good friends at apple so apple um i don't know if it's been like fully announced or if it's still like part rumor but they're coming out with headphones and i believe they just released a pair i mean i don't follow it too much so it's a pair of headphones and i don't know if it's going to be like an add-on for these headphones or they're coming out with a separate model but uh, what they've done is they're slowly stepping up the headphone game. Well, yeah, they are. That way. They're so, expensive. You know, oh, yeah. So, you know, they initially came out with like the AirPods and whatever, the pros, and now these new guys. And apparently this is part of a multi-year plan which it might have been actually started by Steve Jobs when you know he was still around, but they are executing it still. And uh, the plan is to come out with these headphones uh, that you would basically just like wear all day and, you know, mm-hmm. almost like never take them off. And yeah. they're going to have um, some kind of like built-in cameras um in them uh potentially not like uh you know like regular cameras but uh the way that it was explained uh when i heard it was that it was going to be lidar cameras and these headphones were going to be able to basically look at the world around you and the, the way that they explained it was like for example, you first put them on and then you have to train them with your environment. So you probably pair it with your phone. I don't know how much, how much smarts they would have, but you would like go around your house and the system can, you know, map everything out in your house. You know, think of that Intelli room. Remember that yeah. thing that we had, you know, something along those lines or like a connect where this thing kind of scans the room and it sees everything and it's able to identify where there's a door, where there's like a hallway, where there's a sofa. And they kind of explained it like, you know, it has you go through a bunch of little games and you go in and, you know, it'll tell you like, you know, open the door, which is like to a closet. And you open the door and you kind of step in and then it sounds like a cave, right? So it's like different auditory experiences and it'll go through and have you kind of like look at all aspects of your house, for example. And what it's doing is it's building a map of your house, everything that you have in there. There was speculation as to whether it could actually sense products. So, like if you're holding up a can, it can actually like see that it's like a, you know, 
a can of baked beans or a can of Campbell's soup. So it can tell the difference. And that way they kind of know everything that's in your house, all your brands. It can actually tell you like, oh, you left, oh, you can't find your keys. Oh yeah. You left them under the pillow on the sofa. Yeah. Cause it won't forget. Right. And what was fascinating about this is that it opens up the world for like another level of marketing consumerism and such where if you're wearing these things all the time, you know, the system will actually know, like, are you out of Campbell's soup? You know, <laughs> do you have to get more, uh, you know, cause we don't know, but again, you know, the computers never forget. And it's going to have some kind of tie into Siri, which, yeah. you know, Siri, Google assistant and all those, you know, they seem cool, but they're actually kind of dumb because they don't know what's going on. But, you know, if Siri is tied to this and it knows that you're in your standing in your kitchen next to the stove, when you ask a question, it can actually give you a contextual answer. Um, so it's really fascinating and, you know, where they're going to go with this. And what's even more fascinating was that um, if you think about companies that can do this and the levels of invasion of privacy that this is, right? Yeah. Where they, like you open a drawer, you know, it can identify all the stuff that's in there. You know, you open a cabinet, it can see all the food that's in there, at least, you know, with on, on the front side of it. Um, you know, if, if it was any other company than Apple, like if it was Microsoft, if it was, you know, Huawei or, or something, you know, any, yep. any of these companies, you know, people would like go nuts. Apple and this. Google are the only ones that can get away with it right now. I don't know if Google could even do it because think, well, they, they got their, they got their, what their home. No, that's whatever their Google speakers and stuff yeah. in people's mm -hmm. homes and um don't they don't didn't they buy um nest yeah so they control the thermostats and they got a lot of that home automation stuff too um so i i don't know i, I yeah. think those two companies are the only two that could get away with it yeah, you're, you're right well, no one else definitely yeah. i mean apple has such a fan following that there are people you know and, and we know these people right they're, yeah. they're all around us where <laughs> there's a new apple product they're buying it they don't care it's like oh new new box i don't even know what's in it here's my money take it can i buy three <laughs> you know it's <laughs> yeah uh, I, was, I definitely am not in that group because yeah. the other day i don't know it was a couple weeks back but i was Say talking with my kids, and I said something like, "Yeah, my iPhone 11." And there, my daughter's like, "Dad, you don't have an iPhone 11." I was like, "What are you talking about?" I said, "Yeah, I do." I said, "The 12's the new one," and she's like, "You have a 10." <laughs> and I was like, "Get with it, old man." She's like, "The the 11s have the three cameras," and I was like, "Oh, so I'm like two behind." Okay, mm -hmm. <laughs> like I don't really care. <laughs> it's yeah, you know, I'm not one that I and I usually skip one or two anyway. So yeah. But, um, cause I mean, yeah, there's uh, people, it's like day one, man, they, oh, they're, they're in, in there like line, right? Yep. You know, get, get the new, new product. 
I mean, I've got like the uh, the uh, uh, Galaxy Buds, like the uh, um, the wireless Samsung earbuds. Yep. And they've come out with a whole bunch of them since. And it's like, I don't care. <laughs> like the ones that I have are fine. It's like, what does a new one have? Okay. Active noise canceling. Oh, that's, that's cool. All right. But, uh, you know, unless, you know, I've gotten to the point of where, I mean, even like with cars, and I think you, you and I are both the same thing. It's like, I remember when I was little, not little, younger, because when you're little, you don't have cars. Yeah. When I was younger, it's like, you know, it's like, you know, as soon as you paid off a car, you wanted another one, right? You're, you're kind of like looking or, you know, every couple of years, it's like, oh, I, I don't want to pay for a new different. one. That's what like, it is. I don't, I'd I like, like a new truck, but I don't want to change, wanna pay you know? for a new truck. Yeah. So I'm perfectly no, fine like, with mine. I, There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Not wanting to pay <laughs> is more important than the want yeah. for a new truck. It, it's the cost. And it's you funny. Say, like, hey, even, we both bought Xboxes on day one. We didn't need them. Oh, yes, we bought them, but if they were a lot more expensive, we'd have been like, "Mm, maybe not. (laughs) Uh, And it's funny. I was talking with a coworker where there's some talk about like a laptop refresh at work. It's like, I I don't want it. It's like, can you skip me? (laughs) Yeah. I don't want to change my, I don't want to change everything. It's like, please don't give me a new laptop. Don't make me give back my old one. I know we're, we're doing that. And yeah. I was supposed to have mine in December and because of be, the ability, you know, COVID impacted hardware sure. big time. So mm-hmm. they, they announced that like, like I'm one of them. It's going to see it here. Mine will probably show up any day. It's supposed to be the end of January. Um, and I'm just like, and they're changing manufacturers. So we're going okay. from HPs to Dells. Okay. Um, and, like I like Dell. Like I have, I sure. have my, all my own PCs have been yeah. mm-hmm. Dells forever. I got all these my Dell monitors. I think it's a great company, um, and I do like it. Um, and I have no problem with the HP I've had for years. You know, through through my work, I, we've always had HPs for the last ten years. So, and I don't mind going to a Dell, but it's like I'm gonna need a new dock. And every time I go through this refresh. You know, it's like they don't ever send me the dock, even though I say, hey, I need a dock. Mm-hmm. Um, they never send it. Then I got to wait for that and deal with, you know, working on a laptop strictly all day long, which sucks. Yeah. And then they send it to you. And then it's like, oh, none of my KVM cables work on this. So it's like I've got to switch and buy new cables. And and sometimes I've had to buy KVM switches. And it's like, oh, this is a nightmare. <laughs> so and then, I'm like, not looking forward to this. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then like moving your settings across. And it's yep. a little easier nowadays, you know, with some stuff that like syncs. Everything you know, like I have is in OneDrive. And... Yeah, everything's in OneDrive now. And yeah. um I will have to uh yeah, my my links, I'll have to make sure I save those. Cause I don't log into Google Chrome at work. Yeah. Um, I do at home. I have my own, yep. you know, but uh gotta, those are separate. So yeah. but anyways. Wow, but have we gone way? I know it's like track. way off on a tangent. We're like out by the planet formerly known as Pluto. <laughs> yeah, well, it's okay. still known as Pluto. It's just not a planet. <laughs> so Pluto, I guess with the change the title, the planet. Yeah, change the title for no time for Xbox talk. <laughs> oh, well, let me let me finish up real quick about those headphones. Just take a couple seconds. 
So, uh, yeah, like Apple is like one of the only companies that can really pull this off and they've been slowly like ramping up the headphone game, right? You know, initially they were kind of playing, there's more and more features. Now it's like the first biggins, right. That are, uh, like over the ear, not earbuds. And well, they're, they're uh, still called AirPods. They're called AirPods max. Okay. And they're $550. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so, yeah, there's going to be like, if these are the same ones and not a separate model, there's going to be like some kind of add on that's going to come out in the next couple of years. So all the speculation is like all these announcements are going to come out this year and it's going to be kind of a big game changer in terms of technology and, you know, consumerism potentially as well. So, uh, it'll, it'll be interesting. It's supposed to be a game changer and like three years from now, uh, it's going to be a different, uh, a different world. We'll, we'll see. What I, I think would be neat about, uh, obviously I don't like the whole invasion invasive nature of it, but sure. You know, doing it, if, you know, if we were in a perfect world and the intent and then, uh, of this was to help handicap people, I could see that being great for someone who's maybe sight impaired uh, you know maybe mixed with some hearing impairments or not but um, even if someone has you know not fully blind but has you know uh, has vision issues then it could you know maybe that device could help like hey you know uh, say you know talk to it or i need i need the butcher knife and you're not throwing your hand into something else or or you're going for you're going to try to get something out of a drawer and it can alert you that, Hey, there's a knife in the drawer, you know, yeah, uh, stuff, stuff like that or trying to help handicap, I think is awesome. But the problem is, is yeah, these are probably more towards marketing and selling us more stuff and knowing everything yeah. about our lives and invading everything. So yeah, one, uh, one final, like pretty cool use case is, uh, in terms of like, uh, noise canceling, and so forth you know we've had array microphones for some time now in various products you know that's basically just a series of microphones that kind of work together to isolate or block sounds and so forth and the big problem with a lot of these uh, at least in traditional devices you know the uh, teleconference solutions out there nowadays you know they're coming with some with some you know creative uses for these things but traditionally like if you're in a room and you have an array microphone you know it's hard to block out sound i mean it can do it to some point but the the problem is the system doesn't know what it's listening to so like if you're in a restaurant there's so much chatter so much noise you know dishes clanking uh you know people walking by rustling whatever it might be uh you know there's so much noise the system really doesn't know what it's listening to uh, in order to really like do a great job of muting it or unwanted noises. But with these uh, upcoming headphones with LiDAR and everything, it's aware of the world around you. And um, an example that was given was that you can actually have, like, let's say you and I are in, I don't know, Texas Roadhouse or something like that. It's like really loud you know, we can barely hear each other. You know, people are shouting, having a good time, munching, all that stuff. With these headphones, uh, you can like wear days. these. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. 
If only we could being do outside, that today. Being outside. Being at a restaurant. <gasps> How dare yeah. you, Rob? <laughs> well, you can do that. You just need to go to like Florida. That's so 20 Arizona or whatever. Dude, you could have been. At least I think Arizona's open. You, they're, you they're moved open. from an open state <laughs> to your closed state, which yeah, is I just know. as garbage We're as mine. still shut down, dude. Yeah. Yeah, they surprisingly, they had a change here like in the last couple of days. I wonder if it coincided with some other event. Yeah, um, I wonder. But yeah. So, um, what, which is what's interesting about this whole array microphone thing and these LiDAR enabled headphones is that they can actually determine, you know, so they're listening and they're sort of looking and they can actually see like you talking at me and once you know the origin of a sound like a point in space that it's coming from you can effectively block out everything else so so you can be in a loud space in a bar restaurant whatever and basically hear the person that you're sitting next to talking to just fine and um there is some speculation as to even like if it could determine like when somebody calls your name that it can that it can actually focus in on them mm. you know, like if somebody's trying to get your attention in a loud space you know it can actually pick that kind like of the stuff cops? Out as well <laughs> sure so fire department you know, hey, get out the place is burning and you're just like hey man how you doing Dude, i was playing this game last night yeah place is burning down around you and you, you don't hear anything <laughs> yeah how's that thing go the house is on fire the fire. roof the roof right no, not not the old one it was oh it was like this video that was circulating a couple of years ago <laughs> about this lady that was being interviewed where the building was on fire and she dropped everything and i think she said she booked out of there which is very <laughs> she had a way with words but anyway okay. Uh, enough of technology phones uh man this is like the biggest tangent we went on in yeah like last year what's new 2021 maybe this is uh this is our thing the new standard who knows but <laughs> anyway going back to bethesda Zenimax, all that stuff i i think we kind of were talking about what you know, what should we see? What do we want to see? What would we expect to see? Are they going to be doing, um, are they going to be doing exclusives? Should they continue, continue to make the games open for all platforms? And, you know, I did some thinking about it and, you know, I've been kind of going back and forth. And like I said earlier, it seems like a couple of days ago, but no, it was just within the same topic in this show. Uh, as I was saying earlier, it's like you got to just look at the big picture and, you know, are they going to take something like Dishonored, which is multi-platform, and make it exclusive? I don't know. No, I, no not I, that. The yeah. stuff that's out is out. I mean, those are yeah. license agreements. And even some of the stuff that's in the works no, but now I mean, but will I have mean, to like be new. on multiple platforms. But like new, like if there's a new Dishonored game coming out like oh uh, oh yeah i yeah i think that will uh, yeah and that that's the same as all these i i i see what you're saying 
Yeah, because so. you know Wolfenstein Two came out a couple of years ago. You know they're not going to shut that down, but new products are are they going to make it uh, exclusive? I don't know. I mean, I don't see them doing that with the Fallout and stuff like that. It's got an inner, uh, not an international. Such it's a got, huge, uh, huge audience. Yeah. Of- yeah, it's got a huge audience across so many different platforms. On Switch, right? PlayStation, PC, Xbox, um, maybe that new Atari console. I don't know. But uh, that thing finally came out, I guess. Did you know that? The new Atari console? It did? That was like, seemed like it was going to be vaporware wow. for a long time, like the Phantom. It's out. But anyway, yeah, yeah. So, um, what was I saying? So, I. I don't know if they'll really do much with existing IP because they can actually benefit from it. But some of the new stuff, maybe especially the stuff that we don't right. know about yet, you know, because these games, they take years to make, right? Two, three, four, five or more years. I would not be surprised if some of the huge things that we haven't heard about and, and they're mm-hmm. out there because we just heard about indiana jones just this week or last yeah. week it was recent within the within the past seven days yeah you know there's more of that stuff that they're working on and i wouldn't be surprised if that stuff goes exclusive you know that becomes you know like the new halo or you know forza you know where it's an exclusive to the platform if you want to partake in that if it's or actually let me, let me take a step back if it's a new IP, a new game, that is a great idea. It seems to be exceptionally good. That seems to be like a huge hit. You know, that's, you know. Make that exclusive. You know, firing in all cylinders. Yeah, that would be exclusive. Like Avowed, Starfield. Yeah. Those are new IPs coming out. Those could be exclusives. But Wolfenstein 3, Outer Worlds 2 um fallout elder scrolls all that type of stuff keep that as multi-platform sure yeah because what they really need or probably want is they want another heavy hitter like halo franchise or i don't know if forza really applies i mean it's it's i mean i love forza oh i i that reminds me i was playing forza horizon 4 that was another thing that i was playing this week and uh just want to mention real quick, you know, now that I picked it up and I started playing it a little bit, it's like, it just reminds me of like how much I love these games. And, uh, apparently it was long enough where me being burned out in Forza Horizon three, it kind of subsided and, uh, I like it full steam again, but anyway, uh, yeah. So they need like the big uncharted you know, the, the big hits that are going to be defining the Series X and, uh, you know, possibly Game Pass, right? Because yeah. if you want this big title, you could maybe not even buy a Xbox. Just get Game Pass at, you know, 15, 20 bucks a month and just stream play it, right? Right. That would be a quick way for somebody to take advantage of it. You know, if if they're not in the ecosystem yet, but well, that, uh, that, 
that's the other thing too. You know, with Game Pass, you could make, like you said, the games that have been cross-platform, leave them, but they're still going to come to Game Pass. All the new stuff, exclusives, Game Pass, it still adds to Game Pass, even the other stuff that's cross-platform. And as those things go like that, I mean, if I'm a PlayStation gamer and I'm like, oh, I can pay $60 for Fallout 5, or I can play it free in Game Pass, you know, that's that's another way that they might just be, yeah, we'll put it on your platform for those that want it, but maybe we can bring some people over because they're like, wow, I can play all these other games plus EA games plus possibly Ubisoft games. There's been discussions of Ubisoft coming into Game Pass. You know, as that starts to grow and becomes a lot more attractive, then you might still get people coming over. But if that's going to happen, then why spend development dollars on a PlayStation 5 of these games? You know, that that's the other part. We're talking about the money. You've got to pay to develop for those other systems. And if that's a substantial cost, I mean, I have no idea what it costs to develop for multi-platforms. If you do it for one, Windows 10, which is Xbox and, and PC, that's it. You're developing for one and bringing everybody else over through Game Pass or cloud streaming or whatever then maybe that's financially. Now you've got the exclusives. You've got ways for everybody to get them. You don't have to spend money to multi-platform. You know, I don't... So there's so many ways this could go. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you and I probably can't even think of the the, uh, several other ways, you know, because this is not what we do. Yeah. But... Yeah, because... You know they're they're planning this. They're trying to make a smart decision because money's on the line, and there's multiple reasons, and it's not necessarily just brand loyalty, right? Right. And you know, whenever they make these decisions, it's like think tanks, you know, sometimes focus groups, you know, all sorts of stuff that they uh, that they use to you know try to make a good decision. It doesn't mean it always works out. I mean that's mm. You know, everybody screws up once in a while, but uh, oh, sometimes some people more than others. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, I, I, the, the, actually, the one thing I can safely say is I don't see them, I could almost say like uh, with 100% certainty that I don't see them making them all exclusive are all non-exclusive there's just no way that'd be that's the chances of that are so slim they're minuscule yeah i yeah it will be i'm looking forward to seeing what they do oh yeah because i just don't know i can see ways i can see it from both sides sure oh yeah and the thing that i was wondering at the beginning when we started talking about this was Let's say, um, I don't know, you were a huge Fallout fan, right? So you loved Fallout. You played every version, even the garbagey ones. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, you know, you love this thing. And then Microsoft swoops in and buys them, and you played them on PlayStation. And Microsoft swoops in and buys them, and then makes the next version, um, you know, Xbox exclusive, which you don't have. 
would you be pissed off about it um, and hold a grudge? Or would you go buy the console so you could play the game that you want, even though you're not crazy about the ecosystem? It, it really depends. I, I know I wouldn't be happy about it. Um, again, but it has, this has nothing to do with that. This is all a business decision. This has nothing sure. to do with gamers feelings. I don't nope. believe it has anything to do with, um, um, the console wars. I, you know, and I, as gamers, I think we, we feed into that. I think this whole console war, and I think Sony, their executives have added to that. They're, they've, they've fed into that too, like trying to be like popular and like, Ooh, let's, let's pretend we're real gamers with the kiddos. You know, it's like, you're not, you guys are trying to meet deadlines. You're trying to meet, you know, um, budgetary demands and you got, uh, investors to answer to, and you've got goals, milestones to reach. It's, you know, that's what really matters at the end of the day, you know, um, Yes, brand loyalty is part of that, but you know they're not. I don't think they're going to make a decision. Go well, hurt someone's feelings, the PlayStation fans or PlayStation gamer feelings. If we don't put the Elder Scrolls Six on their platform, they're looking at it. How do we get those people to our platform? Period. Sure. That's it. So that's where I think they could do this exclusive. Why spend that kind of money and not make it exclusive? Because if you do, you're going to have, you may not get every Elder Scrolls fan to come over to Xbox, but you're going to get a bunch. Um, or they're going to go to PC, right? Microsoft yeah. still wins. And the gamer go like, ha ha, you didn't get me on Xbox. I'm doing it on PC. Well, guess what, buddy? It's the same company. It's still Microsoft. It has yeah. not, you know, it's still Microsoft. It's still the Xbox gaming division you still are supporting the same company either way. You know, um, it's about getting your customer, building that customer base, getting people under, and 7 billion is a lot of money, you know, but again, oh, yeah. 7 billion is a lot of money. Do you gamble that big chunk by making everything exclusive? So that that's where the brains be and the powers of being Microsoft, you know, that's up to them and we'll see what, what they do. I kind of feel like you're right. I don't, I kind of feel they're not, I don't feel that they are, I don't want to say brave enough. I don't feel like they are the types that will say we're making it all exclusive. I kind of wish they would, <laughs> right? Part well, of me, most, I would say the yeah. majority of me really wants these all to become exclusive, you know, because it's the system I'm on and I would love to have these and they, they're building for one piece of hardware, well, two, but, you know, they're, they're building for the Xbox and Windows and that's it. And they're getting, you don't have to worry about building out for others or, you know, possibly losing features because you've got to build for a different online network. You know, um, I want the best. I want a big library. I want the stuff in Game Pass. I want, you know, bring it to me and give it to me. You know, I'll I'll keep paying. You know, it's... Yeah. I don't I don't think it's going to hurt everyone overall. Stuff happens. It's business. It's gaming, you know. I'm sure if we go back and look at franchises, there's stuff that we've lost 
um, both ways. That's mm-hmm. some oh, yeah. some some platform got, and then later it went over somewhere else, right? Like, I mean, Destiny, it, it's it's a little different, but the you know think about it, the guys that made Halo and everybody loved, they left, said nope, we're gonna go sign an exclusive deal uh, with yeah, and you know, piss on you, Microsoft, and all the Microsoft fans that have made us who we are, and now we're gonna love Bungie. on Sony and give yeah, create Bungie and give them. You know, like I guess it was Bungie. Sorry, not create Bungie, but um, you know, move over and basically give a different group of gamers all the love and attention and and crap on everyone that they did before. You know, so I I I you know, but do I play Destiny? Yeah, I played it. Was I happy about what they did? No, I think Bungie's a crap for it. You know, um, I think they yeah. suck for what they did to the fans. And I think there's better ways to do it. So like if Microsoft says, yeah, these are exclusive, but you can still play them on PC. You can play them there. You know, you can be a game pass subscriber. You can play them on your, 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 uh, Android tablet, you know, 10, 10 inch screens, 13, whatever, you know, um, there's other ways to play the games. They're still available to you. You might just have to change the way you get that content. And it's not like this is new, you know. Right. I don't buy cassette tapes anymore. I don't buy CD Why tapes not? anymore. I don't buy discs or Blu-rays anymore. We don't buy yeah. books much anymore. That's right? so last decade. Exactly. DVDs and stuff. So oh. you know, Sony can talk about let's share the disc with our friends. There, that's how we game share. I'm sorry, Xbox's version is a heck of a lot easier because guess what? Both of us can play the same game the same time while I'm sharing it. Yeah. So, you know, swapping a disc to your friend means you can't play with your friend. So you you well, can I mean, spin it all you want. You can play the game, but you know, Sony's been quote hurting gamers for a long time. So I part of me wants to see them get a little taste of their own medicine. You know, I'm glad Microsoft's coming out with big guns. You know, we talked earlier about them abandoning stuff. There was rumors not too far ago, not too far back, of Xbox Microsoft selling the Xbox division. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's like, no, here we go again. But they're going all in. And like I said, uh, Game Pass is a priority for Microsoft. Uh, Satya Nadella gets a, a, a part of his pay structure is based on growing Game Pass. Right. So he needs to get as much stuff in there as he can. And if you make it exclusive, only available in Game Pass or, you know, or only on this platform, then people that want to play them have to come over. They would likely to join Game Pass or or buy the game and buy a console. Either way, it's a win. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter how I would feel if my favorite game went over to Sony because Sony doesn't care about me. (laughs) microsoft doesn't care about us you know we look at phil and i I think even you and i both are like yeah phil's an awesome guy phil's a gamer he's an executive yes he games you know but he's still an executive he's you know same thing his is his his job is not to make necessarily what what does rob want with this acquisition Let's check with Rob and Mark. What do they want us to do? Three, four, five, six. (laughs) You know, yes, they got to make us happy. Yes, they, you know, that, 
in, in a roundabout way, they care about us because if we aren't happy, we're going to leave. Right. But it, it's, it's not to that point where we all think there's this war going on and this, you know, this Sony versus Microsoft. It's Sony's paying for Azure. Their cloud services are on Microsoft platform. So mm. it it's all, it it's not this massive war that's, it's all made out to be. It's like, you know, it's business and I don't know what they're going to do. I can see them going both ways. I can't wait to find out what they're going to do. I hope everything goes exclusive. I really do. <laughs> but That'd be interesting. I'm not going to care if they don't Yeah, because it's still going to be on game pass. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, oh, you still get it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So we will see. And, uh, I'm curious, like, what uh our listeners think and if, if you have any thoughts on this send us a voicemail or an email yeah, what do you Either prefer one. ios or android no i'm just kidding yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh yeah all right you, you, you done with that or I, i'm i'm done yeah i am absolutely done yeah all right let's let's keep it rolling <laughs> on to this week's retail releases For the week of January 19th through the 22nd, we went through this list last week. Same one. Yeah. Yeah. Because the new list doesn't come out till tomorrow. Yeah. Here, I'll, I'll tear through this real quick. Uh, on the 19th, we got Toronos. It's a top down something. Balance, balance a lot. I have, I cannot have the words to even explain what this game is about get up uh hitman 3 is uh on the 20th so that came out on wednesday which is like uh, odd day for a release that one's x and s optimized then we have marble duel this is the game if you listen to last week we were talking it was like zuma uh the marble game oh, i gotta go check that out what that what day uh, it came out yesterday, so it is out right now. All right, I got to boot my Xbox before I go to bed. Yeah, there would have been a lot more awkward silence if if this was out because you'd be playing it in the <laughs> middle of the show. Then we have Terratopia, Air Bounce on the twenty first, Shing on the twenty first, Unspottable, uh, Xbox One X enhanced. Um, this is they say it's a competitive couch party game think fall guys that's what it kind of looks like so fall guys rip off maybe uh then we have on the 22nd we have adverse gravity heroes red out space assault sky cadia and that is it so a couple things hitman's uh, probably the big title for the week and um that's it. Thanks to learned your lesson uh, for the music that we played uh, just a couple of short seconds ago. And that's it for this super long show. Did we hit two hours? Close to it, I think. Oh, I think so. Yeah. So, all right. I'm Rob, also known as Prestar. Thanks for listening, everybody. 
And again, if, um, if you have any thoughts on uh, what you think should or might happen with Bethesda and Zenimax and all the studios and all the games, and there's a ton of them, a lot of IP there. Let us know what you think uh, it's going to happen or what you want to see. Send us a voicemail. Send us an email. Let us know. What was the name of that marble game again? Zuma. Oh, marble Duel, right? There it is. <laughs> $9.99. Sold! I was hoping you'd start looking up Zuma and go, that's the old one. Yeah, but there's, uh, there's a game on here called YouTuber's Life. <laughs> oh, that's an old game. That's been out oh, for a long it's a, time. It's a bundle. It's on sale for twenty two forty nine right now. Oh, twenty two bucks, really? It's a plus esports life something. Yeah, it's a bundle with two different games. Yeah, that's uh, that company made like a whole bunch of games that were kind of like simulation games. You know how to grow your youtube channel so you know it's like what are you gonna do you gotta you know make the room you know what kind of webcam you know get an after school job (laughs) so you know you can get your logitech (laughs) 920 get your gaming mouse it's funny sweet the game is free because i had a balance in my microsoft wallet of 25 dollars. oh now we know now we got to get that conversation it's not really free because you had money in there it was it is free (laughs) this was free because the money came from me doing those all those rewards uh, reward stuff i do every day yeah all right let's close it out say bye wait don't you want me to play this no there's something oh let just i think i don't remember you saying this so let's sing country platinum edition is a new 78 bucks 78 dollars it's uh, the best singing game experience with the Let's Sing Country Platinum Edition. It includes a copy of Let's Sing Country and the Let's Sing Song Pass, which grants access to all DLC content as soon as it must be released. 80 bucks. You know what I got to say? You know what I got to say about that? You're out of here. <laughs> no. This is Mark, also known as Wingman, taking off. <laughs> oh, did you already sign out? No. Well, sign out. I'm waiting All on right. you. Bye, everybody. No, I already did. You didn't. <laughs> I was busy looking, looking, getting Marvel. No, you, were, whatever. you were in La La Land. I got to play my Marvel game. All right. This is Mark, AK Wingman 709, taking off. <laughs>